Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3. What a week it has been. Southampton sacked Mark Hughes. They've appointed a new guy in uh, Hassel Huttel, um, the first Austrian. Hassan Huttel, uh, the first Austrian to take charge of a Premier League team. Uh, we've had Joe Gomez out. He's fractured a leg after that tackle from Ben Mee in Liverpool's win over Burnley. And uh, Cook is out. Bournemouth's Cook has ruptured his ACL. He's out, so they'll be missing their England player. Don't forget Arsenal's Rob Holding as well. Oh, that's right. Rob Holding, also another injury. Mo, do you think it's just that time of year? Arnautovic also out for a couple of weeks with a hamstring. Do you think it's just that time of year? It's wear and tear, or do you think it's a case of there's been some uh, reckless challenges? I think it's wear and tear. You know, they play a lot of football, so you know it, it, it's bound to happen. And there's there's not much anyone can do about that. I don't think it's from the tackles. Today the players are protected quite you know well. Yeah, I think. I think you're spot on there. I think even Jurgen Klopp getting upset about uh, Joe Gomez's uh, injury and saying that it was uh, a, a reckless challenge. I mean, Sean Dyche come out and said there's nothing wrong with the tackle. It was a good tackle, and I, I saw it on Sky this morning, and it looked uh, it looked nothing uh, sinister or with bad intention. So I think it's unfortunate, and we hope uh, you know Gomez uh, recovers you know quickly. Uh, Cook and the Bournemouth. I also saw that incident. Yeah, his season's over. His is over. Um, so, yeah, Arnautovic obviously could co- cause some problems with him being out for the fantasy managers because a lot of guys had him in the mix because he's good for an assist and the odd goal. But um, West Ham will definitely miss him. Let's turn our attention to uh, the rest of what's happening in the, in the Premier League. Um, obviously, there's big talk around your club. Uh, have the Manchester United supporters started settling for mediocre performances? And of course, there's talk about uh, takeover at Newcastle United with four clubs or four interested parties having bid for the club in excess of three hundred million pounds. So lots, lots happening. Well, let's start unpacking it. Let's 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 start off with the Southampton stuff. Yeah, I mean, what what do you make of this guy? Because I think a lot of people went, sorry, who? Yeah, I think a lot of people were surprised, including me. When I read the tweet, I was like, eh, maybe they've appointed him like reserve team coach or something. Until I read it a few times, and I'm like, okay, that's a bit of uh, a left field, eh? He's 51 yeah. years old. Um, he's coached in Germany. He, he's um, he's coached Leipzig uh, to second uh, place finish in the Bundesliga. That was in his first full season in charge. So. I mean, do you think this is a, a rubbish Southampton team? Or do you think that Mark Hughes was just not the right fit? I think the Southampton problem has been a long time coming. I mean, you can't be a selling club and sell all your best talent year in, year out and expect to still stay in the Premier League. I mean, they've got a great youth system that you know that's produced some top quality players. No doubt about that. But at some point it catches up to you, and it has now, and the club is in dire, uh, in, a, in a problem. We've got all this money that they've got from players, selling players, but what does it help you if you're not going to stay in the Premier League? Well, if you think about it, I mean, 
Theo Walcott, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's come through there, Gareth Bale. Those are guys that have come through through there. Vir- Sadio Mane, I mean, Virgil van Dijk was there. I mean, proper talent, exactly, that, have, that has come through the ranks. So, you know, but based on what we've seen in the squad, it's not a rubbish squad. I mean, I still think there's some proper players there that um, should be good enough to see them out of that uh, relegation fight. But the question is, do they have the bottle? You know, they came close last season to, to getting into serious trouble. Do they have the bottle to get out? And, and do they have faith in what is largely a no-name brand manager? Well, look, it might be a good thing. You, you, if you looked at what happened at Fulham, after Claudio Ranieri has come in, that's a breath of fresh air. They're starting to get some points on the board. Who knows? Maybe this guy does know what he's doing and would be good for the club. Well, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and uh, we'll judge him at the end of the season. But good luck to Hassan Huttel, um, who is the new Southampton manager. Uh, it will be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, he was, of course, in the stands watching um, in the week. destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> he probably thought, what am I doing? Let, let's be honest. Who wants to be a Premier League manager? I mean, you look at Jose Mourinho, for example. There he is. He's got an embarrassment of riches in terms of the funds that Manchester United have. Yet the players clearly don't want to play for him. And this, the CEO, Ed Woodward, clearly looks like it's rudderless at the yeah. moment. Look, I think the Mourinho situation is heading for a disaster. I mean, United, with all their money and everything, I don't think they could buy a win at the moment. It's ridiculous. Uh, in the league, I mean, in one win in five games, that's, that's shocking, eh? Three draws on the bounce, that's just not good enough for the club. And I, I stand by my uh, opinion that they need to change wholesale, not just the manager or players, from the top down. Edward needs to step aside from the football side of things, get a director of football in, let them handle it. You know, United seem to be like a club stuck in the past. Would you say, I mean, where would you lay the blame precisely? Because, I mean, Mourinho came out and said, you know, well, I was quoted as saying that Paul Pogba's a virus, you know, dropped them uh, to the bench for the game against Arsenal. Um, you know, I, that's I, probably just a, he's sending a message to his players because allegedly Pogba questioned his tactics after the Southampton game. So as the manager, you got to put keep people in line, you know. I would assume, but I think in a in a match we've got Arsenal at home. You need your your best players or your guys like Pogba, whatever his attitude is or whatever he's saying. He could have been, you know, difference maker in that game. It's a difficult one in that I, I believe Pogba should be playing week in week out. But uh, watching the build up to the games uh, midweek, Ryan Giggs made a good point and he said. You know, Pogba gave the ball away 25 times in the draw to Southampton. You know, Southampton's a team, even at St. Mary's, in their current state, United should be putting away with the likes of Pogba, Lukaku, Sanchez, you know, just to name a few of the players that are in the mix. Let's not even talk about Sanchez. In my opinion, the man's a criminal, stealing a salary, and he's just not the same player. I think they signed his, maybe his weaker or... His twin. Yeah, the real Alexis Sanchez is still on holiday somewhere in South America. Two dogs. <laughs> did you see that? Um, he posted an Instagram and he's got a picture of... Did two you see? <laughs> Two of the same pictures with different dogs. It's crazy. The men's balling. He can afford it. <laughs> but uh, look, for me, honestly, the season's over for Man United. They're just too far ahead. I mean, behind the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea. 
the, those those teams that are above them, the Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton, are getting points at the, uh, against teams that Man United are dropping points against. Yeah. You know, and and that's the difference. I mean, Man City have scored what forty five goals this season. Yeah. That's in, that's in, Man it's, United have scored twenty four. Yeah, and City have done it at a stroll. They've made it look easy. They haven't even you know gotten out of third or fourth gear. They haven't hit their straps yet. I, I I'm just. I just want the season to end, and I think if United will probably fail to make Champions League or Europa League, then Mourinho will get the sack. Because I think it's clear that they can't afford to sack Mourinho at this stage of the season. They could afford it, but they probably don't want to just waste the money. But look, I mean, there's one person who would uh, understand supporting a big club and they're playing mediocre football, and that's you. How do you deal with it? Welcome to my world, uh, Mo. (laughs) It's very difficult. I mean... Over the years, there's been, um, you know, lots of tears, um, lots of sweat, a lot of squeaky bum times, relegations. You know, I, I don't think Manchester United will be uh, as bad as what Newcastle fans have gone through. But, yeah, welcome to the life of mediocrity. Newcastle fans 10 years ago would have thought about that the club would reach that low point. Not a chance. Not a chance. If you even go, you know, you go back to the days of the entertainers, you know, when uh, we were challenging the likes of Manchester United for the Premier League title. Shearer was scoring goals. Uh, we had the Ginolas. You, you, know, you know, it was just a fantastic time. And it was, the, it was really great football to watch. And I think that's what Newcastle United fans yearn for. Unfortunately, because Rafa has been backed into a corner with a, a largely championship squad, He's been, he's had to play football that is conservative, that is defensive, and then just relied on the counter-attack. But that said, it seems to work for him at the moment. And hopefully with these new investors coming on board uh, and Mike Ashley um, hinting that he's about to sell the club, you know, there'll be some investment in January and then we could see some improvements because Newcastle don't deserve to be a club fighting the relegation battle. At best, I would say they're they're um, a mid-table that flirts potentially with like a top 10 sort of regular finish. So I think that's where, where, where fans would like to see it now, but they'd certainly harbour ambitions to see Newcastle challenging the top six in, in, in the future with proper investment, with proper players, because we've got a great manager, we've got a great stadium, great fan base, and all the things are there for a sleeping... Except the great owner. Well, that's what I said. We need to get rid of him. But all the yeah. things are there for a sleeping giant to, to wake up from the northeast and, and, you know, really prop up that part of the world for football because Sunderland aren't doing it, Middlesbrough aren't doing it, and no one else in the northeast is doing it. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. But hopefully we can get that club sold uh, before Christmas. January, we can have some funds. That would be a great uh, Christmas present to all the Newcastle United fans. And a point away to Everton, they'll definitely take that. I think that was a, a steely resolve from uh, from that squad of players. So hopefully, you know, this weekend with Wolves coming to St. James's Park. Uh, it's going to be a tricky one. It'll be very tricky. Because Wolves... Be up for it after the, 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 that comeback against Chelsea. What a game. What a game. What a result. The Portugal B-side turned up. Yeah, finally. And, you know, <laughs> Chelsea also, they they home to Man City this weekend. I think they would have wanted the fixture maybe about five or six games yeah. earlier because their form has dipped. They, they've they've not they've shown a bit of wobble. Yeah. You know, Spurs gave them a good hiding. 
uh, wolves beat them. Okay, in between they beat full, they beat Fulham two 0 But you know, Man City, it's going to be a tough one for them. Eh? The way City are just cruising at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I um, I mean, the the funny thing is, City could be second on the table by the time that match kicks off, just because Liverpool are away to Bournemouth in the early kickoff on Saturday. But I think Bournemouth at home, very different uh, entity. You know, I think they'll give Liverpool a, um, a hard time. Um, but the way that you say that, that Chelsea started, what do they call it? Surrey ball that they played. Mm. Um, that was fantastic to watch. It was almost like they unleashed Hazard, unleashed Willian, Pedro. It was really good football to watch. But... I think you're right. Teams have suddenly worked them out. The fact that David Luiz and Alonso tend to push up, you know, and then there's holes at the back that they can exploit. You know, I think teams have worked them out. So he's had to adapt. While City, they just have really talent in every department. David Silva is just the general that controls things. And even, you know, with the fact that Aguero was on the bench and then he wasn't playing, Jesus pops up. I mean, they've got goals coming in left, right and center. They've got goals coming from everywhere, and I honestly feel that City would probably become the Invincibles this season. You know, 15 games in and lost in the league, I think they could go the whole season. That that would be the only way they could top last season's uh, achievements. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. I think that's a very good call, that uh, this City team could well be the Invincibles and uh, match that incredible season of Arsenal uh, under Arsene Wenger. Looking at uh, some of the fixtures, uh, Mo, uh, before we get into the, the fantasy stuff, you know, I look at a team like Burnley. I think they've lost. They haven't won in eight games now. You know, they're up against Brighton. Uh, Sean Dyche must be a guy under pressure. Um, you know, and I, and, I, and I just wonder how long, you know, the, the Clarets will stick with this guy because I'm a huge fan. But they're a I team that clearly good. is under massive pressure at the moment. Look, I think they'll stick with him for the long term. He's, you know, he's been down this road with him. He, you know, they've been relegated before he brought them back up. They find themselves in a difficult spot, and that, that's one of the concerns with these sort of smaller clubs. I mean, last season, Burnley were flying, they qualified for Europe, and then this season, you know, it becomes too much for them. Now they're second last in the league, battling it out. Um, I think I think he, his experience would bring it, would probably drag them through. They would maybe, maybe be able to climb out of the relegation zone. I yeah. Think he, he would be from from if you look at who's their company in the in the relegation Southampton their new manager yeah new manager so you know he might have the advantage that he knows his squad he knows how to deal with this type of situation yeah and Burnley have always had a smallish squad but if you look about Ashley Barnes um, you've got Sam Vokes you've got Chris Wood you know they've got big strikers they tend to bang the ball into the box you know they they, they will nick a few goals and, and so i really don't think burnley will will be relegated but it will be interesting to see how they deal with this what i have to say is a curse you know getting into europe for a smaller club like burnley is a curse it's not mm-hmm. and that's why i feel for bournemouth because they're flying high this season next season if they qualify for europe they might be in in burnley's position i saw a fascinating interview uh, with Eddie Howe about how when he was a footballer he didn't think about his future and then when he stopped playing he was kind of like well now what you know what do I do maybe I should look at coaching or something and then he said well you know what I'm too much of an introvert to be a manager so maybe I'll look at the backroom staff and then Bournemouth I think were in league one or, or somewhere where they were and they were like well Eddie how about you take the job and he said at the time he looked at it and went 
Mm. If I don't take this job, I probably won't ever get a chance like this again. And look where he is now. I mean, he's not even 40 yeah. years old, managing a Premier League club that's got some some proper players and they're playing some good football. Yeah, I think he, for him, for Eddie Howe, the next step is to move on to a bigger club. You know, the, the Watfords or perhaps maybe Leicester or even West Ham. You know, a, big, a club with a big fan base that has a, a bigger structure because right now, at Bournemouth, he's doing well, yeah. but I think he can, he can do so much more as an English manager. He can do, I mean, even maybe they should have considered him for Southampton. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it, oh, he would be, he would have got so much abuse. But um, yeah, look, I think what he's done at Bournemouth is, you'll probably find he's, he's uh, super loyal and won't leave easily. But I would love to see him, you know, get in with a club that's got, you know, unlimited resources and uh, huge support really base. It'll be good. Um, we've got to talk about Jurgen Klopp's celebration um, before we we move into the fantasy stuff. You know, in the Merseyside derby, I'm I'm all about passion and that sort of thing, but I, I just feel running onto the field hugging Allison just was not called for at the time. I know it's emotion. Could you not rather have done Apollo de Canio and done a double knee slide? down the side of the pitch instead of running onto the field? I have to disagree with you. I think it's fantastic. What it's all about, it's, you know, passion. It's, you, you, you can't bottle that. I mean, 90-something minutes, you get a winner in the most bizarre of circumstances. It was bizarre. Against, against your, 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 your neighbor, your rivals. I mean, I think there's nothing wrong. And I, don't, I don't think they should have slapped him with a fine. Maybe a warning, say, listen, cool down, dude. You need to calm it down. I, I just think that it was brilliant. I mean, he's, you know, he's got that fire in him, and that's what we want to see out of these managers. I'm tired of boring managers that don't celebrate or don't try and keep it all locked in. Yeah. I it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just a bit extreme, man, and I think yes. a little bit disrespectful, to be honest. Look, I mean, didn't um, you know what, what's this guy's name? Graham Sooners once plant a flag <laughs> in the middle of the field between when he was in coaching in Turkey or something like that. Uh, I mean, but Sunis is a different kettle of fish altogether. Let's no, not talk about that. To be honest, from next season, you're going to have VAR, so they're going to kill the spirit of the game. At least we can enjoy these moments. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, let's, I tell you what, let's let's uh, agree to disagree on this one. Yes, the passion must stay in the Premier League. But anyway, I think Jurgen Klopp will be will be grinning like a Cheshire cat because his side only two points adrift of, of Man City. They're literally a win away from the knockout stages of the Champions League. And and, um, you know, this weekend, um, away to Bournemouth, he'll back his team to, to possibly get three points. Although, you know, this week he didn't start Salah. You know, there's a question mark over Mane. Uh, they've still got that momentum and that confidence at the moment. You, you'd back them to at least get a point uh, at the Vitality. I mean, and who needs Salah and Mane when you've got Divock or Rigi? Yeah. <laughs> it's like insane form. It's insane form. It's no, it's, it's great. All right, so Saturday, the matches. Uh, Bournemouth-Liverpool get the, the action underway, the early kickoff. Arsenal-Huddersfield. Arsenal been playing some great football. Um, although Marion Fellaini, I think, was a little bit jealous when he uh, did that hair pull. Okay. <laughs> um, since he's got rid of his hair. Sometimes but... when you hear it, long hair, you miss it. So you just want to feel yeah. what it's like. <laughs> But I loved Unai Emery came out and just said, well, he needs to just cut his hair. <laughs> Simple <laughs> solution. <laughs> ah, he's excellent. Big fan, big fan. Burnley, Brighton, Cardiff, Southampton, Manchester United, Fulham. You've got to get three points at Old Trafford against Fulham. Uh, West Ham, Palace, Chelsea, City is the 
the best of the matches on Saturday. And then Leicester, Tottenham might also be a spicy affair. So uh, it's all happening. Let's quickly turn our attention now, Mo, to the fantasy side of things because these midweek thing games and then weekend games, it comes thick and fast. You've got to be on the button. You've got to be on the pulse. Yeah, you've got to keep an eye on everything. I mean, uh, some interesting transfers out. Well, not really interesting. All the injured guys are going out. And people are all now jumping on the Aubameyang uh, bus, although he was quite quiet against Man United. And um, I made the mistake of captaining him. <laughs> no, I, I, he's been popping up and getting goals, though. And this weekend, I would captain him against Huddersfield. Yeah, look, you, 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 you'd bank on him to get a decent uh, amount of points in that one. If you haven't triple, used your triple captain, I would say this is the game for you to do it. I agree with you. I think that's a very good call. And then, obviously... Question marks of a Mane, uh, Anatovic is out. So would Chicharito be the type of guy you slot in there? Because he's good value and, and does tend to nick goals. He is good value, but, you know, it's a tough one because maybe he doesn't start. He's more of an off-the-bench type of player. You know, he's been getting goals, yes, but I don't know if he's, if they're going to start him. Yeah, that's... It's always a risk with that. Because he tends to play in that sort of false striker role just behind Anatovic, so... I don't know what would happen, but I, I think he might be forced into starting him this weekend. So it's it's something to think about. Um, any other things, potential tips? I mean, you go with the usual suspects, your City players, but Aguero hasn't been playing. So, you know, that's also a tricky one for some managers. Well, yeah, I mean, Aguero's been out. But one, one, one guy that's caught my eye is Wolves defender Matt Doherty. Getting, he gets a lot of points, eh? That he does. Because he's, he's a, he scores, he gets assists. And I would look at having him in your side, definitely. All right, Mo, thanks so much for your time. As always, much appreciated. Remember to follow us at Football 2 Plus 3 on Twitter. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Uh, you can catch us under the Ginger's Perspective or cs2plusc.co.za. But before we get to your parting words, Mo, um, let's have a quick prediction. Chelsea, Manchester City this weekend. Could Sane continue his rich vein of form and ruin Surrey's party at the bridge? Chelsea 1, Man City 3. There you have it. I have to agree with that. I, I don't see Chelsea stopping City, and I think City will be up for this one. Your parting words? As always, be champions. Thanks very much for listening to Football 2 Plus 3. Good luck to all the fantasy managers, and uh, we'll chat to you soon. South of the equator, Venezuela, a young lad was born. A young lad was born. And now he's back in the Premier League Newcastle fans are all intrigued Ill he's still used to it We've had no cash We're barely surprised Not the first time that Mike Ashley's lied So he searched and he searched For a deal that would work And improve our Newcastle side So Rafa brought in Rondon Did a deal with West Brom, get yourself a goal, son. Rafa's brought in Rondon, done a deal with West Brom, get yourself a goal, son.